0: This is Cambridge Judge Business School's Online Knowledge Centre, with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues
1: of the day. Leading Innovative Organisations is a new course being delivered in both Cambridge and Brussels. It's for senior managers and leaders who recognise the importance of innovation in today's competitive global environment. However, says Professor Michael Barrett, that recognition should extend beyond their own settings and embrace that of the organisations with whom they collaborate. He says many companies have innovation as their compass and their watchword. However, its meaning and how they should both leverage and commercialise it effectively is something that, according to a recent survey, one in four feel they cannot do very well. Professor Barrett feels that innovation, not just creativity, which is important in terms of generating, implementing and developing new ideas across an industry or ecosystem, is vitally important today. It provides new forms of value creation for customers and others in that ecosystem but there is frequently confusion between the two words, creativity and innovation.
0: Innovation necessarily in, in, encompasses uh, creative processes. Uh, creativity being at the front end of trying to generate new ideas is, is crucial, um, but it's not; it's only part of the story, as you suggest. It's certainly, we need tools, approaches, a creative culture to, to generate new ideas, but we also need to have ways of organizing within the in organization processes and a culture of innovation that allows us not to be a one-off effort but is maintained and and strengthened across uh, over time in the organization
1: you've used words like strategic mm-hmm. you've also used ecosystem now yeah. in some respects they, they could be actually seen as limiting innovation limiting creativity because the implication mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. you want to you want to process something, you That's want right. to, to invent something, you want yes. to produce something, yes. therefore it's got to be done in this way, yes. not yes. that way.
0: Yes, you're absolutely right. There's what's often termed the paradoxes of innovation, because on the one hand, we think of immediately creativity as perhaps more unstructured, chaos allowing, requiring more loose forms of organising, and indeed those are crucial. At the same time, they've got to be connected or, to our strategic vision. They've got you have to have a process which can effectively leverage these ideas and these idea generations. So you always have one with the other. The sense of loose and tight coupling, the sense of allowing space, but also having measures that help us to understand how effective our innovation processes are.
1: And in the course of, of leading innovation organization, do you draw on examples? Do you use Case studies?
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, Multiple case studies throughout. Uh, We have a number of instructors. We have, for example, uh, Christophe Locke, who uses uh, real-life sort of simulations to tie understandings of strategy through to managing portfolios uh, of innovation strategically. And so there are both real-life simulations, there are a number of case studies. So, for example, looking at business model innovation Things, one of the areas that I'm working on at the moment which is fascinating is how pharmaceutical companies need to really develop new business models to, to, to survive the next few years. Currently they, they still have uh, quite a bit of money in the bank if you like. But that's running out because you've got really um, crises around their patents. The life expiry dates are, are shortening. You've got increased competition from generic drugs. So their whole business model has to shift because essentially how can they keep investing more and more money in R&D and having less and less blockbuster drugs, as they're called. So how how, how to develop new business models, for example, around services, which is something they haven't looked at much before because they've never needed to, uh, such as adherence to medicines, medications, um, and, and other kinds of uh, of, of um, approaches is, is crucial for, for pharma companies to really innovate their business model around new strategies for them to compete and to indeed survive without a blockbuster approach.
1: Obviously they will see the the merits of that, they will see the common sense behind that, Mm -hmm. but you will know from your position that getting a major company or major companies like that is rather like getting an oil tanker to change course, it can take forever.
0: Absolutely, the transition is extremely difficult, you're absolutely right. Uh, How to move for example from products to services which is something that we talk about in the course, that transition requiring Totally new ways of thinking, uh, getting new mindsets around the culture, uh, incentivizing even sales forces to market uh, services in very different ways to products is is crucial. So we do spend quite a bit of time in the course looking at how to build an innovative culture and how to manage that transition of cultural change around around developing and strategizing more effectively for innovation.
1: The course is split into two centres, isn't it? One in Cambridge and in Leuven in Belgium. What is the advantage of that?
0: Well, we we believe that we're both situated in very strong ecosystems. For example, Cambridge around the Silicon Fen and also in in the leuven ghent and and wider Aachen area has a very strong uh, ecosystem, one of the top ones in Europe. So we believe that there are huge benefits for participants to come on the course and to also learn and, and, and have good networking and integration opportunities with innovative partners in these different ecosystems. Also the um, being centered in Brussels, <clears throat> the, the policy angle on innovation, which is extremely important for leaders to be aware of, what are the new policies that are emerging for innovation and how do you uh, manage your organization in, 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 in recognition of those policies, is something which we also develop
1: in the course. You've touched on it already, but can you be a little more definite about who should come on to this course, who should look at this and say, I need to go on that?
0: Yes, increasingly we're seeing that organisations are organising more effectively for innovation. So they are putting really quite senior managers in charge of the innovation function. Many organisations will tell you that, of course, we've been innovating for quite some time. And and so there are already, for example, uh, R&D managers uh, and they would be very welcome. There are also other parts of the business, such as in business development, who are charged with, for example, long-term opportunities and how to innovate looking at new business models on the horizon going forward. And so those managers that are charged with with, 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 uh, that business model innovation Uh, as well as those that have been involved for quite some time in innovating around the technology and seeing how to expand and broaden that to other types of innovation are very, very crucial and important people to come on the course. Michael Barrett, thank you very much. This programme was produced by Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series.